Shalom to all. Today's daf is Shabbos Nundalad. We're starting at the top line. The Mishnah said, that female sheep can go out tied. The Gemara says, my kevulais. What does that mean, kevulais? Shem chablin al yeshalahem lamata. Their tail is tied downwards, covering their private parts. Kadesh loyalu alim hazacharim, so that the males shouldn't mate with them. My mashma Kavul lishna deloy avid perihu. What's the indication that this wording of kavul means non-productivity? The Chsivit says in the pasuk. Chiram, who was the king of Tzor, sent craftsmen and materials to Shlomo HaMelech in, to help him build the base of Mikdash. In, for payment and for thanks, Shlomo HaMelech gave him 20 cities in the north of Eretz Yisrael. And in response to this, Chiram said the following, What are these cities that you gave me, my brother? He called them Eretz Kavul until this day. My Eretz Kavul. What does that mean, Kavul? There were people there, they were wrapped up with gold and silver. So we see that Kavul is a lashon of tied or wrapped. Amalei Rav, Rav said to Rav Huna, Yachi, if so, Hanu Dechsev, is that the understanding of the Pasuk, V'lo Yashu Be'enov, and it wasn't fitting in Chiram's eyes? Me'penei Shem Chubalim Bechesev Be'zav, V'lo Yashu Be'enov, because people were wealthy, wrapped up in gold and silver, it wasn't fitting? That doesn't make sense. Amalei, so Rav Huna responds, in, yes, Kiman Da'atiri, M'fanki, since they were wealthy and finicky, Lo Yav Di'aveta, they didn't produce anything. So we see it's a lashon of being tied up and not productive. Rav no, it's a different reason. Eretz Chumtun Haisa. It was a land of Chumtun. We had previously said in the Masech that the Chumtun was very salty earth that was used as a preservative. But my Karle Kavul, so why did... Why was it called Kavul and not Chumtun? The Mishtarga Bakara Ad Kavul is that people's feet would sink into it until their ankle. Kevel is an ankle. Ramianchi and people would say, Ara Machabul Deloy Avid Peri, this is ankle deep land that doesn't produce fruit. We see it's a lushan of not producing fruit. Continues the Gemara, Kavunais. My Kavunais. What does it mean, Kavunais? Fastened. Shemachavnin Oisalamilas. They would fasten a protective covering around the sheep in order to make Milas fine wool clothing out of it. Rashi here and other places explains that a one day old sheep. Sheep, its fleece was licked by its mother, and it is the cleanest this fleece will ever be. So, in order to protect this white wool from getting dirty, they would fasten some sort of covering around it. And we have a mission like this. Kidnan, we have a mission, Se'es, which is one of the types of tsaras that a person can have. Kitsemer lovin is the color of white wool. My tsemer lovin, what's white wool? Amrav Bibi Barabaye, Kitsemer Naki Ben Yaimai. It's like clean wool of a day old sheep, Shemachavnan Oiselamilas, which is fastened, has a covering fastened around it in order to produce this milas, this fine wool clothing. So as a quick chazar of all these terminologies in the Mishnah, we said rams, the zacharm can go out levuvim, which means either tied in pairs or with a protective covering around its heart so it's not attacked, or with a covering over its private parts to prevent mating. Rechelim can go out shechuzais, which means their tails are tied upward in order to encourage mating, kivulais with their tails tied downwards to prevent mating, and kivunais with a covering fastened around their wall to keep it clean. The Mishnah had told us easy meats is tsuruis, that goats can go out with a pouch on their tied to their udders. This was either to dry up the milk supply or to catch the milk that falls out. This was a three machlekas in the Mishnah. Tanakama says this pouch is permitted in all circumstances. Rabbi Yesi asers it in all circumstances, and Rabbi Huda allows it only when it's going to dry the milk up, but not when it's going to collect any of the dripping milk. So says the Gemara, Itmar Rav Amar some say this memor was said by itself, not related to the Mishnah at all. Rav Amar Liyavish Mutter, if it's to dry up the milk supply, that's okay. V'loy l'chalev, but not to catch the milk. Ushmul Amar, echad zev, echad zev, aser. Both scenarios are aser. V'kidamasi l'alha, some say it has to do with a b'raisa, again, not related to the Mishnah. Izim yitz is tsuruis liyavish, they could go out with a pouch tied on the udders to dry up the milk supply. V'loy l'chalev, but not to 
catch the milk. That is the halacha. Who's going to draw lots? I mean, he's going to determine how this pouch was tied on. Since we can't know in which manner this pouch was tied on, both scenarios are going to be usher. That both scenarios are usher. actually like the Tanakama. And continues the Mishnah. What is an animal not allowed to go out with on Shabbos? A camel may not go out with a mitotelis. This is either a strap anchored to it to prevent the load from slipping, or it's a saddle cloth. It may not go out bound with its legs chained together or hobbled with one leg tied to itself. This is to prevent it from running away. The reason why it's not to go out with it because it causes the animal pain and therefore is considered a burden on Shabbos. All other animals also may not go out akud or ruggel. A person may not tie a bunch of camels together and pull the lead camel, and the Gemara is going to explain why not. He could put the individual ropes into his hand and then pull all the camels together, as long as he doesn't wrap the ropes around his hand, and the Gemara is going to explain why not. Says the Gemara, Tana, we have a brisa. May not go out with the mitotelis tied to its tail. It's not fastened on strongly enough, and it might fall off. It could go out tied to its tail and hump. Then it's fastened strongly. It could go out with the mitotelis tied to the shilya, its placenta, because then if it tries to shake it off, it's going to cause itself pain. Therefore, it's mutter. The Gemara continues, It may not go out akud or ragil. Amrav Yehuda. Akud means akidas yad regal. You tied the front leg to the back leg. Yitzchak ben Avram, like Yitzchak, there's an Avram when he was at the akeda. And ragul is shalayachav yada gabe Yisrael v'yikshar. You're not allowed to fold the lower foreleg and tie it to the upper foreleg. That's what causes it pain. Meisvei the Gemara asks, we have a brisa. Akud shteyadaim ushteyroglaim. Akud is either the two front legs or two back legs. Ragul is shalayachav yada gabe Yisrael v'yikshar. So we see the first part of this brisa is not like Rabbi Yehuda because akud really means the two front legs and back legs. The Gemara says, no. Who the Amar, Rav Yehuda holds, Katana, like the following Tana. The Tanya, we have a Brisa. Akad Akidis Yad Varegel. Akad is really the front and back leg. Or the two front legs or two back legs. And Ruggel is Shalayachif Yada Gabizrei, the Yikshar, which is just like Rav Yehuda. The Gemara continues to ask, Vakati Loidami, it's still not comparable. Bishlei Mereshev is safe for the first and last part of the Brisa are like Rav Yehuda. Nicha, they fit. Mitziyasa, but the middle case, Kashi, is a problem on Rav Yehuda because the middle case said it's the two front legs or two back legs, and that's not like Rav Yehuda. We say, you're right. Tana Rabbi Huda holds like a different Tana. Akad Akidis Yad Vregel Kliyitzchak Ben Avram. Akad is tying the front and back leg like Yitzchak at Akeda. And Ragel is Shalayachif Yad Agabizrav Yikshar. Don't tie the lower foreleg to the upper foreleg. That's the Isser. So he holds like that Tana. The Mishnah said, Lo Yikshar Gamalim, no tying camels in a row. And Pulling one of them, why not? The Gemara says, My time, it looks like he's going to the market. That's the way people would lead their camels to the marketplace to sell them. Rashi comments that chinga actually means a dance. And the reason why the market is called a chinga because people are constantly going around and around to different stalls and vendors. So it's called a chinga, a dance. The Gemara continues explaining the Mishnah of Machnis. We had said a person's allowed to put many individual ropes into his hand, but he's not allowed to wrap them around his hand. Amravashi Rashi says, Loishanu el kilayim. This is a halacha taught regarding kilayim, not regarding shotness. There's two types of kilayim. There's a problem of kilayim of animals. Two different animals are not allowed to 
pull a load together, and kilaim of shotness, which is wool and linen clothing together. So the Gemara asks kilaim demai, what type of kilaim are we talking about here? Elaim kilaim de adam, it's a problem of kilaim of a person, that a person's not allowed to pull a load with an animal, and here he's pulling a load with his camel, but tonight we have a Mishnah. A person is allowed to pair up with any animal to plow or to pull. There's no problem of kilaim with an animal and a person. So Gemara says, you're right, el kilaim de chavalim, it's kilaim of the ropes. Some ropes are made out of wool, some of linen, when he wraps them around his hand, so now he's wearing wool and linen. The Gemara asks Vatan, you have a brisa. If a person makes one connection between wool and linen, that's not considered a connection. The Pasuk says, A person is not allowed to wear shotness, which is wool and linen together. And the Gemara Darshan's yachad, together, it has to be a lasting connection that will remain together forever. And that's only two connections and not one connection of just wrapping it around your hand. The Gemara says, okay, kilaim de chavalim. Lo'ilam kilaim de chavalim, really, it is the kilaim of chavalim. Vahachikamar, this is what we're saying. Don't wrap it around your hand and then tie it because then you're wearing then you're wearing kilaim. Now another halacha about this rope that you're pulling. The rope is not allowed to be dangling out of your hand at tefach because then it looks like to the observer that you're carrying a separate rope that happens to be hanging out of your hand at tefach and that's a problem. The base medrash of Shmuel taught us tefachayim. That's the answer is two tefach, not one tefach. The Gemara answers Amar Abaye Hashad Amar Shmuel tefach. Shmuel told us one tefach. And the base medrash of Shmuel told us tefachayim. That's two tefach. Shmuel is telling us the halacha l'maisav. Someone comes to ask the rabbi, I'm going to lead my camel in Rosh Hashanah, how much is the rope allowed to hang out of my hand? He's got to tell the fellow only one tefach, because if he tells him it's allowed to go more than a tefach, the person accidentally might have it go two tefachim, and then that's an iser. As long as you raise the rope above the ground a tefach, and that really it's allowed to hang way more than a tefach out of your hand, as long as it doesn't reach within a tefach of the ground. The Gemara answers, no, that price was taught regarding the rope in between the person and the camel. If it hangs within a tefach of the ground, then the observer is going to say, there's two separate ropes here. The person is holding onto one rope, and there happens to be a rope hanging off of the camel's neck, and that's considered a masui. That's that's why the rope has to be above a tefach above the ground so that the observer sees that it's really a person pulling a camel. However, the rope hanging out of the actual person's hand is not allowed to hang out more than a tefach. Continues the Mishnah. A donkey may not go with a saddlecloth if it's not tied to it, and not with a bell, even though it's stuffed up. The continuation of the Mishnah are all different items that are very expensive, and if they fall off the animal, the owner might carry it, and that's why they may not go out with it. Not with a ladder around its neck. Not with a strap around its leg. Chickens are not allowed to go out with cords. And not with a strap around their legs. Male rams may not go out with with his little wagon underneath their tail. Their tail had this very large piece of flesh at the end of it that was heavy and would drag on the floor. So to prevent it from getting ruined, they would make this little wagon tie it to the tail and that would protect the tail. Female sheep may not go out a calf may not go out with a gimoin a cow may not go out with hedgehog skin tied around its udders. This sharp skin prevented other animals from sucking from the cow. Not a strap between its horns. But the cow would go out with a strap between its horns. This was at the dislike of the Chachamim. Now the Gemara begins to explain. My time up, what's the reason that a donkey may not go with a saddlecloth that's not tied before Shabbos? Like we had said previously in yesterday's daf, that if it's not tied before Shabbos, that shows that the donkey doesn't really need the saddlecloth and therefore it's a masoi and you may not tie it on Shabbos. Continues, 
Why not? It looks like you're bringing the donkey to the marketplace. It would wear a bell around its neck in order to sell it at the marketplace. And even though it's plugged up and doesn't make noise, it's still usher. Continues the Gemara. What's a sulam? This is a brace that was placed on its cheek. Ask the Gemara. What's the purpose of this brace? That if it has a wound on one side of its body, it prevents it turning its head and licking the wound, thereby reopening it and ruining the wound. This is very expensive, and therefore if it falls off, a person would actually pick it up and carry it, as opposed to, previously we had said, if there's a splint on a broken limb of an animal, it may go out with it, these aren't very expensive, so if they fall off, a person's not going to carry them. What is this? Gizra. This was made to prevent it from injuring itself. Rashi explains that animals that have short legs kick themselves in the legs, and they make wounds, therefore you wrap the strap around its ankle so that it doesn't kick itself and injure itself. What are these strings attached to the chicken? This is an identifying mark for the chicken, so they shouldn't actually accidentally be switched with someone else's chickens. The chickens are not allowed to go out with a strap in between its legs, what's that? So they shouldn't go and break different vessels. If they're legs are tied together with a strap, it prevents them from kicking their legs. This would kick little pebbles up and break kalim that were in its vicinity. These males are not allowed to go with this wagon. What's this wagon? So that its tail shouldn't get bruised as we had explained. Contains the Gemara. What is that? The Gemara says Yosef Bar Ula He was sitting in front of Chizda. Yosef He was sitting and saying Mishasha Gaizin Oisa when they would shear the sheep. Taimin La Ezek B'Shem and they would dip this soft cloth in oil. Manichin La Padach to put it on the forehead of the sheep. Kadesh Laitetstanin so this shouldn't be cold because it doesn't have its wool anymore. Amalei Rechizda. Rechizda told him Kain of Soa Sisa Mar Ukva. You've made this sheep into Mar Ukva who is very wealthy and he was the Av Bezdin. What are you treating this sheep like royalty for? That doesn't make sense. El Yosef Rapapa Bar Shmuel Kamei Rechizda. He was sitting in front of Yosef and he said, When it's crouching to give birth, they would dip these two soft cloths into oil, they'd place one on its forehead, one on the womb, so that it should be worn. You've made this sheep like Yalta, which was Rav Nachman's wife. Again, you're treating it like royalty. That doesn't make sense. There's a type of tree overseas, they take a wood chip from the street, put it in the nose of the sheep, so that it should sneeze, and the worms that it's on, they're on its head would fall off. Males also, we should say, you're not allowed to do so. The Gemara says, no. Since the males butt heads with each other, these things fall out on their own. says, it was a wood chip from a Raisam tree. Now the Gemara has, that's why it uses the Lashon of Chanunais, because the tree is called Chanun. El according to Rabbanon, my Chanunais. What is this Lashon of Chanunais, this cloth that's placed on top of it? We say, no, the Avdina Luhu Milsa, we do something for it. Demerachminon Alaihu, that is merciful for it, to relieve it from its pain. That's why Chanun and Rachim is the same words.
Continues the Gemara. Veino egel yetsa begimoin. My egel begimoin. What is this? Amravhuna barnira. It's a small yoke that's placed on the calf's head in order to train it to bend its head downwards. Amravulazar. My mashma the high gimoin lishan the mechav. What's the indication that gimoin is lishan of bending downwards? The pasuk says halachah if kaagmoin roshay. Are you going to bend your head downward like a fish hook? So agmoin is a fish hook and lachah means to bend down. So we see gimoin bending down. The Gemara continues vleipara baar hakupar may not go with this hedgehog skin. What the Purpose, we put this hedgehog skin on the udders, so leeches shouldn't suck from the udders of the cow. The sharp points of the hedgehog skin are going to prevent it from stealing milk from the cow. May not go with a strap in between its horns. This could either fit according to Rav's opinion, like we previously said, the whether it's for decorative purposes or even to help guide it, it's usher. Or the shmuel, it can even fit for shmuel. The amr lenoi that for decorative purposes, usher l'shamer mutter for guide to guide it, it's mutter. But obviously, the strap was for decorative purposes, so it's usher according to both opinions. We said Parasah Shurab Elazar ben Azari would go with the strap in between its horns, and the Chacham didn't like that. Ask the Gemara, V'chad the Parah Havalei, he only had one cow, V'ha'amarav, V'amrila Amrav Yehuda Amarav, Tracer Alfei Egla, Havamaisar Rebelezer ben Azari Me'edrei Kolshas Vashasa. There was 13,000 calves that were taken off from Rebelezer ben Azari's herds every single year, and Maisar of calves is one out of every 10, which means he had an incredible amount of cattle. So he didn't only have one cow. The Gemara says, Tana the Brasa teaches, it wasn't his cow, it was his neighbors. Since he didn't protest against the fact that she let her cow go out with a strap between its horns, it's called on his name that it's like it was his cow. Now the Gemara tells us a memory regarding this. Rav, Reb Chanin, Reb Yechanan, Reb Chaviva, Masnu, they taught us the following. And now the Gemara pauses for a second. B'kulit is Seder Maid, and all of Seder Maid, Kolki Azuga, anytime this group is mentioned, Chalufi, Reb Yechanan, Umayel, Reb Yechanan, some people take out Reb Yechanan's name, put in Reb Yechanan's name. What's the halacha that they taught us? Kol misha efshalim chaslan shebeisai, v'loi micha, a person is able to protest against an Aveira being done in within his family, and he doesn't do so, and this is a case where they'll listen to him, he is held responsible for those Averis that they do. If it's able, to, if he's able to protest against the people of his city, and he doesn't do so, he's held responsible for the people of his city's Averis. If he's able to protest against the entire world, referring to the Jewish world, he's held responsible for them. Rashi says is really referring to a Nasi, or a king, or someone that has influence on the entire Jewish world. If he doesn't protest against something wrong that they're doing, he is held responsible for that. Amrav Papa, behind the Bay Reish Galusa, the people of the Reish Galusa, which was the leader of the Jewish community in Bavel, Nitfisua Koleyama, they too are held responsible for everything the Jewish community does wrong because they have the ability to protest and people will listen to them. And what's the proof for this halacha? Kihad Amrav Chanino, Maidachsev, was Pshat in the Pasuk, Hashem be Mishpat Yavai, Imzikne Amai Vesarav. Hashem will enter into judgment with the elders of his people. And its rulers, the Gemara asks, Im Chatu, if the leaders were the ones that did that bearer, that because that's what the Pasuk is referring to, Nun Alf on the top, Zakinamachatu, what did the elders do wrong? Elders referring to the Sanhedrin. They didn't do anything wrong. The Gemara explains, It's that the elders, the Sanhedrin, the Rabbanim, the Gedaile Hadar, didn't protest against the leaders of the generation. And if they would have protested, they would have been listened to. So they're held responsible for that too. If we have the ability to protest, we have the ability to change someone, and we don't, we're held responsible for. For that everyone should have a wonderful day.